Sporting touch of hands. Round number one. There's that fast start. Mama no born in the Bronx, raising data. Been in the city since Pit had braids. Bahapanti parties, but I know how to sneak me out. Now it's seven figure meetings every day. We need a house. It's game time, the game's mine. You know the vibe. Yeah, yeah, how a new and dead or repping 305. Everybody to another episode of Don't Blink Podcast. You know, I got the kid in the building. You already know what it is. Today's a fucking epic, fucking uh, episode. Epic, epic, epic. I got. Guy, me and this guy tried to kill each other five weeks ago. This <laughs> 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 is my brother in the, in the fight game, man. Uh, amazing to have you here, bro. I got Tiago fucking Alves, brother. Yes. Thanks for having me, man. Yes, Hell man. yeah. Sure. I told my mama you was coming. She was like, get! No, I was like, yeah, mom, chill, man. But no, yeah, it's no, going to be hey, awesome. Listen, I, had to, I had to fight my mom and tell her, oh, you can't come up here. It's too hot with too many people. She's like, no way, <laughs> <laughs> no, My family loves you, man. Thank you. Yeah, hell yeah. You got a phenomenal family. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. But we'll get to the fight eventually, man. Um, This show is, is, you know, we like to highlight our guests. Um, You know, a lot of people know about you. They came from Brazil. You're a fucking UFC legend. You know, you've been in the fight game for, for a long time. You know what I mean? And you've got major accolades. You've, you trained with the best. You fought the best. Um, but please tell us your story about like when you were a kid. I know you were born in Brazil. Yeah. Tell us, was yeah. it rough for you out there, and how you, how we made it to where we're at today? Yeah, dude. You know when you grow up in a in third world country like Brazil, you know you grew up with a different awareness of reality, right? Uh, you know, from a, a very early age, you know we we're always taught to watch out where we're going, be careful with this, you know. Cause she, and my mom used to kind of preppers, you know, the, uh, depending on where we're going, mm-hmm. you know. But besides that, that I had a phenomenal childhood, you That's know. Awesome. Uh, Two hours about. Um, 11, 12, you know, uh, every weekend, uh, my parents, uh, we saw bakeries. Oh, shit, also. Oh, yeah, damn. Dude. So, you know, I was a little chubby kid. What is, like, the bakeries over there in Brazil? Like, what do so, you So, like, uh, way back then, you know, it was pretty much just bread, milk, you know, and a few, like, butter and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of cake, stuff like that. Okay. You know? And eventually we grew up to more of a, like, a, a grocery type of, you know. Nice. Uh, are, are they still oh, running that over? Is your family still part of that over there? Uh, we, we got one now, okay. you know, where my mom and my dad just go because they, they can't stay at home. Right, right, know? right. So yeah. they got to stay busy. But, right. yeah. But we still, we still, uh, we're still in the family business. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but, yeah, growing up, dude, uh, until about uh, 12 and a river weekend, uh, my family all got together in the weekends, all the cousins. You know, I come from a very, uh, my brother had about 16, you know, brothers and sisters. Oh, mom, shit. Too. Yeah. <laughs> 16 <laughs> brothers and sisters? I know, dude. El Diablo. I mean, nothing going on. That was before you got a TV in the house, dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, you know, uh, uh, so every weekend and a lot of cousins, you know, uh, we had a good time growing up. And then about uh, when we were like 11, 12, we kind of moved. Uh, we used to live right next to my grandma. And then we moved to the city close to downtown, you know, per se. And then, uh, you know, I started growing up and understand a little bit more about life. You know, uh, my mom and my dad started going through some stuff, you know, um, pretty normal. And then uh, we, we end up kind of... Uh, Losing a little bit of our lifestyle, you right. know, yeah. uh, we were doing well, and then my dad started doing things that he shouldn't be doing, and then things started taking a turn, you know, and then at one point, uh, we kind of had to sell everything, you know, yeah. uh, and my mom kind of like, all right, uh, my dad was going you know, off the walls, and my mom kind of like took that, you know, to make sure me and my two other brothers were okay, so she kind of like didn't get divorced, but kind of separated in a way, right, you right, know, right. Uh, my dad kind of wrote us off you know for 
12 and to about I came back, you know, for the second time, 21. You know, oh, yeah, okay. I had a relationship with him, but I didn't, you know. Right, that's right, why, right. like, I dove into martial arts, you know. Uh, my dad was a black belt in karate, you know. Oh, oh shit, bro. Nice. Yeah. Damn, just, I almost was going to say that. Like, did you do what do you do as a little kid? Like, were you always into the fighting? Like, did they? Yeah, and then look, I now mean, when you like, say that. I, I remember growing up, you know, my dad would show me the kata, you know, and I thought ah, it was awesome. Right. And then uh, at eight, I start with uh, karate. Okay, nice. What, know, what uh, style? What style did you do? Uh, Shotokan. Okay, Shotokan. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the rough one. That's the hard one. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not the karate kid one. Kind of. No, but Shotokan is known for being a little more aggressive with his karate. You know, instead yeah. of point, point fighting, like you see, usually it's a little more. Yeah, it's a little bit more. Mm -hmm. right, right. Okay. Right. And uh, I, that was on and off, you know, from like 8 to about 10, you know. And then uh, from like 10 to 11, I did capoeira. Oh, shit, you know, okay. I was in school and, you know, the girls just love capoeira, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, you see, know what? Yeah. as soon as I knew you was from Brazil, like the, the most thing I know about Brazil is the women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that's another topic. Yeah, That's yeah, another yeah. topic. Capoeira's a it's a, it's mm -hmm. a martial art and it's a lot like a dance yeah, style. Yeah, it's a dance fight in a way. Right, you know, right, but right. There's some very effective moves. Right, you know, right, they right. yeah. perform where we can probably hurt. Absolutely. Someone, you know, but my goal was like getting shape. You know, and, and see what's up with the girls. And you now I kind of did for about <laughs> six months ish, and then uh, at twelve I start training kickboxing. Good. You know, I'm white tie per se. Uh, it was funny though because we still have this gym right by my house that I just walked by once, you know, and never really came back. And then watching a lot of Bruce Lee and Van Damme movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know I'm going to stop by that gym again. And I did. And that time that I stopped by my coach that I was with him, you know, for about five years, Vilaza Feitosa, uh, was in that gym for about two weeks, dude. I, I literally trained with him for, for two weeks, fall in love with the whole kicks and punch and all that. But it was a far drive for him, so he had to move, you know, to to his uh, current gym. There was like an hour, you know, Damn. taking a bus, you know. And I never—I was young; I was about twelve, thirteen. I never took a bus before, you know. But I yeah. was so, you know, into it. So I, I kind of taught myself how to ride the bus line and everything. Found Damn. the dude, man. My mom when she find out, she was freaking. Yeah, you went on the bus. He's taking a bus and he's going to go fight. So there's, there's two things moms go crazy yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I found where uh, his new gym was. Uh, and then, you know, I uh, just start training consistently, consistently. And at 14, I did my first amateur tournament. Oh, shit. Mm. Yeah, I fought uh, uh, two guys in one night. You know, I dropped them, uh, both of them, in less than three minutes. Uh, went back, my mom made me to go, you know, all my bread and everything. <laughs> I, I was super hungry after, you know. Yeah. I just sat in front of the wall, start eating with my hands and everything. My coach just walks in, start laughing. You know, that's when the nickname Pitbull, you know, came out. Yeah. Yeah. You just found like a Pitbull, and I'm eating with the hands like a Pitbull. That's going to be Coach, I'm 14, you know. I don't yeah. think you'd be called Pitbull, yeah, you know. But it, it kind of grew on me. So from there, 14, uh, at 15, and I, I became a pro, you know. Right. Uh, I say pro because when you start competing for money, you know, right, with right. no headgear or anything, that's right. your professional. Right. So I uh, it was my first pro fight. You know, the guy had 25 years old. Uh, I was able to win the fight. You know, I, I was sick too. So the first three rounds, I did great. You know? <laughs> they rounds, say, I was sick too, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I really was, man. And, uh, awesome. I did great. And then the last two rounds was just surviving, you know, because I, I didn't have the stamina. It was funny because I was in school also. And like the next day, you know, uh, 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 that was a Saturday. So on Monday, uh, there was in a paper and a picture of me and everything. Oh, shit. Oh, awesome. damn. Awesome. And then, like, there was a guy behind me. It's like, oh, dude, I saw this dude. You know, uh, he he started well, but he got fucked up at the end. Oh, and I was shit. Right next to him. I said, dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn. But, you know, and then from there, from like 15 to 17, you know, it was just kickboxing, boxing. Nice. I did one boxing amateur uh, back in Brazil. And then at 17, some guy called the gym, you know, hey, we need a, a, a MMA fighter, you know, for this tournament we're throwing. Do you have anybody? And the coach looks at me, hey, you want to fight MMA? I say, all oh, that. Were you doing jujitsu and stuff at that time? Nothing? No, no floor no, game? No, no. Damn. Uh, you know, my, my coach was old school. Yeah, man. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. Nah, we're, we're believing our more, technique. More balls about it. Yeah, like we can beat anybody, you know. Yeah. And for uh, the the city, you know, he's very advanced because he, he lived in Europe. You know, he, he traveled all over. Okay, okay. So I was like, yeah, man, let's go. Um, I fought actually one of my teammates, uh, Glayton Tibau. Oh, yeah, Glayton. Ah. He's a beast. Yeah, beast, beast. And at the time, he already had. Big as hell right now, too. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was like that, you know. <laughs> Growing up, yeah. yeah. So at the time he had a few fights already, you know. I remember he was wearing like a blue speedo, you know. Uh, yeah. like, There's no way I'm losing this guy, <laughs> you know. Hell no. Uh, it was Pride Rules, so ten minute round and a five minute round after that. Uh, ten minute round? Yeah, yeah, back in the days. And, uh, and you could hit people on the floor with kicks. Yeah, and you everything. could stomp. Yeah. Uh, you could have butts right. and all that stuff. Uh, you know, it was uh, nine minutes and, and thirty seconds of the fight. You know, I. I open up his eyebrow I cut his lips and everything dude he'll mount on me he'd take my back and I would just muscle him out of it you know? yeah, and, uh, I remember the last 30 seconds I was able he was mounted on me I was able to reverse him stay on top of the guard you know and I put my hand on his throat to throw a punch and then he caught me he catch me in an arm bar oh, oh shit and like I'm face down looking at my coach my coach you tap tap <laughs> and I tapped you know but uh, I, I love the fact that I could hit this guy from everywhere you know yeah. I just stand up under the ground and everything you know and it was actually my first loss ever you know i had about mm-hmm. uh 15 fights at the time nice. in yeah English. so like, you're 17 only 17 only yeah. no know, and, so. and and juggling like the fighting the women like the vibes <laughs> like you know what I mean? no, <laughs> and i think in, in brazil especially at that time when you're age because you're two years younger than me mm-hmm. I, that was an age where like real fighting started going like this like you know yeah yeah it was yeah. the beginning and brazil was, the, was like at the top of the world for you know for, for, for and everything, MMA, yeah, MMA, yeah, everything like, yeah. remember the pride time and yeah of course, mm-hmm. of course those of guys course, so uh Brazil was always uh, pretty big in an MMA scene. And, uh, yeah, throw, from there I kind of fell in love with the sport. You know, I started training jiu-jitsu a little bit. Uh, but, you know, it was always that uh, jiu-jitsu always been huge in Brazil, right? right. So yeah. we have that rivalry, like striker against grappler. Right, you know? right, and right. Uh, because I was doing, you know, striking Muay Thai, I was always, you know, for for the strikers. And then I saw Vandalisi was doing pretty well, you know, the shoot box and all that. Uh, from like 17 to 19, I just competed in MMA all over, you know, the country. Nice. Um, and then in 19, uh, I got invited, uh, to come here, you know, to join America Top Team South Florida at that time. That's Eight awesome. Kids. How did that happen? Dan Lambert reached out to you? Or, no. Or so Conan? It, no, it, right? it was funny though, because I did, uh, I fought the show called Bit Touch Combat. You know, and at the time, it was like a pretty big, you know, national show. And uh, I beat a guy that was uh, a big-time fighter and, and Brazilian top team at the time. Mm-hmm. I remember when I fought him, he had, like, Murillo Bustamante, you know, uh, a mental tile on his corner. Damn, and I was looking at him. I said, like, damn. And my coach smacked me. He said, hey, kid, you're fighting this guy. You're not fighting those guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's uh, one of the things that stays with me. Uh, so I got uh, a lot of recognition after those uh, two fights. You know, I always had a good reputation growing up, you know, mm-hmm. around my, my city, my state. So Marcus Aurelio, you know, he was one of the first guys that joined America Top Team, uh, uh, a very famous black belt, you know, in my city and yeah. uh, in, in Brazil also. 
Uh, I never met the dude, but he heard of me, you know, uh, and heard like good things about me. So I, I literally, dude, I, I met the guy at the airport when he was coming here for the second time. Uh, I gave him my cassette tape, nice. you know, <laughs> and, uh, a little bio. You yeah. know, I said, dude, please, you know, see what you can do for me, you know. And I heard at the time uh, they were, you know, changing the game pretty much, giving you a housing, uh, best friend you can possibly imagine, you know, uh, a salary. You know, uh, I, when I got here, I was making $225 a week. Uh, yeah. you know, dude, uh, at that time, I left Brazil. You know, we we're in a pretty tight situation. You know, I, 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 I'm the middle kid. Mm -hmm. So my older brother always been super smart, you know, super smart, like, went to college everything paid nice. for scholarship and all that yeah, yeah, and yeah. i was like you know the the middle guy that likes to fight <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. My younger, you know nope. my younger brother was just too young you know so i was like all right i, I gotta do something so at that time uh i just finished my second fight you know the biggest fight i had uh i gave my my uh cassette tape to marcus i'm like waiting a little bit for about three to four months at that time like uh shoot box kind of reached out to me mm. That was you know, another state and one of the biggest camps. So I had to go to Curitiba. I went to Curitiba for about two weeks to try it out. Uh, they promised me pretty much the same things, you know, that, that uh, uh, American Top Team promised me. But it was in Brazil, you know. But when I got there, it wasn't what they promised me. You know, I had pretty much paid for everything, you know, and, uh, and I just couldn't, couldn't afford that. Of course, of course. You know, so uh, while I was there, but it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I no, met... No, and that camp was full of killers at the time. Shogun yeah, I, and fucking Wanderlei. I, I met Vandalay, I met Anderson <laughs> Silva, you know. I was yeah. pretty much staying at Shogun's house, you know. Oh, um, Murillo Rua, you know, his yeah, brother. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Yeah. it was pretty cool. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll bounce, you know. I'll, <laughs> I'll stay right here. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, and then like I, I get the phone call. You know, my I call my mom every night. I say, Tiago, a Liborio, you know, just call. Then uh, I guess everything's, you know, it's approved. I say, no Shit. way. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, gotta figure it out. What I'm gonna do, mom? And then like. I didn't have money to, you know, fly myself from Curitiba to Fortaleza. So yeah. I remember my mom, you know, bought a ticket with, with finance and tame payments. <laughs> and yeah, damn. I, uh, I told my, uh, uh, the coach at the time, uh, so listen, something happened with my grandma. You know, I have to go <laughs> back, blah, blah, blah. I went back, uh, and then when I got back to, to Fortaleza, I didn't have the money to, you know, buy my ticket to. To the U.S.? Yeah. Yeah, to come here. You know, so, like, I, I kind of, like, juggle a little bit. Uh, I used to be a ballroom dancer back in the days. Oh, no shit. You know? What? Hold on, bro. This pretty boy, bro. Uh, so, like, I stopped doing that. <laughs> Let's go. And they were paying you for that? Yeah, so I used oh, to be shit. part of, a, a, a like, a, a team, you know, okay. called uh -huh. uh, Hitchmus Nordestinos. So we used to do like. No, nah, no, nah, hold up though, hold up though, T. Hold up though, T. You ain't gonna come away. You just made me blink. This is called Don't Blink. <laughs> what, how what, do I understand what you yeah, just said? What does that mean? What was the name in, uh, in English? Hitchmudosin, uh, Nordeshin is like uh, Nordem Written. Okay. Nordem Written. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So it's okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I got it, I got Hell it. So, yeah, uh, yeah so like. Growing up in Brazil, man, it's either football, you know, uh, I was kind of into fighting and, you know, uh, just the, the, the culture over there, you know, people drink a lot. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a Latin country, bro. You could see yeah, tell me a little bit about Brazil, this, bro. Uh, uh, this dance called Forró. You know, Forró, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, more, yeah. you know, uh, uh, the easiest way for me to explain it. Is either like, kind of like salsa or bachata, mm -hmm. you know, where you dance. Da, 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 Yo. that, that <laughs> see, hold on, Tiago, you ain't just gonna, you just, you ain't just gonna mention bachata to me right now, T. You know that bachata, T? <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, listen, before the show's over, we got thrown in a little tune from the show. Uh, hey, 
don't have blues anymore. I'm a dad now. Yeah, I saw your wife. I wrote, please don't get the dad bod. Never gonna happen, baby. No, for sure. All right, but hold on before we get too far, because you were saying so. So to buy your 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 trip to the U.S., you had you went back and started ballroom dancing. Yeah. So I was coaching, you know, teaching privates and everything. Still not enough because at the time I think the dollar. Uh, the heao, uh one dollar is about like four heai, something like that, mm-hmm. you know. So I had to really uh, uh, work hard. But I, I was lucky enough that a friend of mine kind of just bought the ticket for me, you know. No. He was a uh, trato. Thank you very much. No, dude. hey, Trato. shout out, shout out yeah. to him because look what a life changing moment, brother. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You, you never know. You know, you don't know at that moment. But look, now looking 16, 17 years back, yeah, major blessing. Yeah, major blessing. No, for I, sure. Uh, I, I, <laughs> try to pay him back many many times like no dude no this is one thing that i did i want to feel good about that's a it. real friend bro yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a true friend yeah bro. and dude. it wasn't one of those guys that is still in my life anymore it's just one of those guys that come in you know and, and bless you with mm-hmm. something yeah right mm-hmm. 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 yeah yeah he just wants the best for you you know yeah, yeah that's you know? some real shit and uh, that's awesome, bro. He, he helped me out with that and then i i came here i remember before moving here uh i my friends did like a uh a, a getaway party yeah, you know, yeah. you know <laughs> came up with 15 dollars you know what <laughs> and then my mom you know when i was at the airport uh, she was dropping me off so tell you got any money I said, yeah i got 15 dollars <laughs> and i said oh my god you're crazy whatever she had in her own hers she just exchanged and gave it to me so like yeah, 40 dollars you know when i came so here. Damn. yeah dude yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it was good because I knew uh, here I had everything you know taken care of so uh, I wasn't worried about that but it was scary you yeah, know yeah, because I, I just had a trip to Curitiba which was about six hours plane you know from uh, where I was and I I almost didn't make it back because I couldn't afford it. Afford it, you know? yeah, yeah. So my mom was like, Tago, how? Nah, and now you're going to a fucking other country. Coming over here. He's gonna, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, I don't speak the language. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom was, she was playing, Tago, how am I going to send you a moto taxi? You know, we had a motorcycle, there yeah, was a taxi yeah. to pick you up, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, dude, I, I got this opportunity that, people you know will die to have yeah i know i'm young you know i know i have a lot of you know i could go in a family business or just you know stay in school and do something you could have stayed comfortable but you fucking you yeah. took that extra step though yeah and uh you know it paid off now that i look back but it you know when you win it when i had this reason that i remember while i was training on this whole years i used to get down my knees every night and pray god i want to be a world champion at that time i want to be a, a k1 world champion mm. You know, I want to be a world champion. I want to be a world champion. And then, you know, I never thought I'll be here. And I was speaking English and living the life that I live today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, awesome. those those little moments of getting on my knees and asking for that blessing, you know, and then it comes and you don't even realize it because you're so in and you're so focused on the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I I made the decision, you know, it, it kind of hit me, you know, when I was here for about a year. You know, I was like, holy hell, you know, I'm... Mm. I'm leaving him here, you know, and uh, one of the most special moments was after six months of being here, I was able to send money for the first time. Wow. Yeah, hell yeah. And do it in that phone call, you know, you after she received it to today, you know, I, I do it because it's it's my job, you know, to make mm-hmm. sure everybody's it's good. But that phone call, man, really stayed with me, you know, my mom crying because right before leaving, you know, Brazil, we, my mom had a, a, a breakdown moment, you know, yeah. that uh, I never seen her. I was this yeah, vulnerable yeah. before. And it broke my heart because, again, you know, my older brother already had, you know, he got a good job in a way and right. everything. I was like, 
It wasn't my time. Yeah, you was figuring it out. You was yeah. figuring it out. You was yeah. in your process. No, and there's one of her sons leaving, like, leaving, leaving. For yeah, her, yeah. You know what I mean? like, yeah, and I, I remember she parked the car, you know, and just stopped bawling. I said, Mom, what's going on? You know, what, what happened? And I said, Chuck, I don't know what to do anymore. You know, because I've, I've been slain every day. You know, bakery, it's a hard business. You yeah. work Absolutely. 5 a.m. every yeah, day, yeah. you know, yep. because you got to let the, the, the bakers in to make the bread so, right. you know, you can sell it pretty early. So it's like I slay, you know, literally Sunday through Sunday. Yeah, know? no, I was about to say, even on your day off, you got to be in there because you got to get things ready for yeah. the next day. Yeah, Unless yeah. you have somebody that you trust, you know, family right. or something, you can, you know, right. make it work for you. But we didn't, you know. So uh, it, it was a very like, all right, I, I got to make something happen. And you know? I'll see my mom crying. I don't know what I'm going to do because when my mom and my dad kind of, you know, at that time, uh, my dad pretty much ran the business. You know, she mm-hmm. uh, was involved in the bakery, but she didn't understand, you know, the whole side of the business. So we we're spending a lot more than we're making, you know. And and when we sold a few bakeries, my mom had a little bit of cushion, but eventually that cushion went away because we we're spending more than we make. And it's yeah. just, you know how it goes. So uh, yeah, it was a pretty special moment, you know, when uh, I was able to give it back, you know, and, and hear her words. It was it was very encouraging. You know, so I knew I was in the right track. That's awesome. Damn, dope. Hey, yo, and how was it when you was in the plane? And, and, like, you see Miami and you see the beach on the floor. You're like, oh, shit, it's really happening. So, dude, like, the first. <laughs> and you're you know, 19, right? I'm 19 fresh <laughs> off the boat, dude. Literally, <laughs> I've never been more than 10 days away from my mom. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know, uh, besides when I went to Curitiba, you know, that those are, like, the, I stayed there for about 10 days, almost two weeks. So, that was the worst, you know. Yeah. I, and then I get here, Max picks me up at the airport, you know, uh, he puts me in the car, and then we got on 95. I was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> look at all this dude in Brazil. Yeah. The most you see, you know, is, is a, like a three-lane, you know, car, and that's yeah. a lot, you know. Uh-huh. It's in a 95, we got five lanes, five lanes, and all this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, man. And, there, and this is Miami, and everybody's, yeah. Yeah. baby. Uh, thousands like, of cars, yeah. thousands of shit. Dude, it's just the, the, you know, the architecture is, is different, you know. Uh, everything's bigger here. Right. You know? mm-hmm. so it's kind of like Europe, so. Well, everything's built a little smaller so it was it was exciting and super scary at the same time yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. but uh it was fun because when i got here we're, uh, i was at the libora's house for about two months and then we had what we call the big brother the big brother was the house where all the fighters you know from all over the world were staying oh, dope. a lot of them were from brazil so that was kind of cool because we we're kind of on the same boat, you right, know, right, 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 from right, a family right. trying to make it and then waking up at nine a.m. every day to go. And, and finally, you could talk to somebody that knows how to speak your language. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. you were stuck it, for a while, Paulie. Uh, nah, nah, nah. You was wreaking havoc over here in Miami yeah. with that Brazilian accent. The women, <laughs> <laughs> see whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Like once I learned a little bit, you know, my English got a little bit. I was able to talk a little bit. I didn't want anything to do with, <laughs> you know, uh, my Brazilian girls. Yeah, just because. I wanted to learn, you know. I had a plan, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that's kind of. Uh, yeah, what was the learn. first? What was the first like Spanish word you learned? Do you, if you probably, remember, probably a bad word. Hola, yeah. como, como estás? Yeah. Uh, dude, I remember I started dating. Uh, uh, I think she was Colombian, and uh-huh. uh, a friend of my, you know, my, one of my coaches said, "Bro, I want you to come to her and tell Tamas rica que un plato de chichero." Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that to her, you know, and she stopped. <laughs> 
welcome me. That was a nice awesome. welcoming right there. Yeah. You no, guys imagine what happened great, after that. Great, great line, coach. Great line, coach. They the teacher They had to hungry now. I know, right? That's awesome. That's awesome. So, 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 bueno, so you moved to the Brick Brother house, and, and oh. it gets more comfortable for you there. Cause yeah, yeah, because at first I was at Libor's house, and I right. met Libor. I never met Libor before. And even though he was super nice over the phone, you know, I talked to my mom and everything. So my mom got more relaxed when she, you know, talked to Libor a little right. bit because Libor was a big name in Brazil, you know. But yeah. I was, man, that's Master Libor, you know. Wow, I'm going to stay at his home. And he was super nice, man. Oh, I, yeah. I was staying in one of his rooms in his house. I stayed there for two months, and he made me feel very welcome. And then after that, I moved to the... The Brick Brothers house, and it was funny though because it was a three bedroom apartment, you know. But you had like nine dudes living. There. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you could imagine the mess. All kids. Oh, yeah, it was like a sorority house. Yeah, you yeah. Know, that's awesome because everybody gets up together, trains together, right? Yeah, so we're on a, on a schedule pretty much. That's you know, dope. we had the the like a uh, 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 Yukon, you know, for for the house, mm -hmm. and uh, in the morning uh, we wake up, you know, go to train, come back, relax a little bit, go to train at night again, come yeah. back, you know, and that was. Monday to Saturday. You know, the routine. Like yeah. And then uh, we had a guy that used to take care, you know, uh, take us to do groceries, stuff like that. At that time, we used to get uh, $115 for uh, groceries and like $110 for, you know, for you, for you to, for you to just, <laughs> <laughs> what's up? You want to go to the movies or something? You want to go to drive-in? Don't, don't, yeah, don't spend it all in one place, all right? <laughs> just have a lot of uh, dinner dates, a sissy pizza. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For real, but it, it yeah, was fun, awesome, man, man. Because it, yeah. it, 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 it created that bond, you know, with you, with your mm, brothers absolutely. in a way, you know, and uh, it, it built a lot of character too. Absolutely, you, know, you have to learn how to na navigate, and I pretty much became a man here, you know, in South Florida. So uh, yeah, it's crazy to think it's been, you know, almost eighteen years. And so yeah. let me ask you from once from from when they, when you got to Miami to your first. Uh, did you have any like amateur or any professional fights here and then go to UFC or you went straight to UFC? No, so I got here, uh, I, I competed, I got here in 2003, you know, I fought I think uh, about five times and then I got into UFC in 2005. Okay, nice. Mm. It was actually my birthday, I fought Spencer Fisher and oh, I lost. Did you? Yeah. yeah On your dude. debut? On my debut. Oh shit, okay. You know? But that happens, uh, you know, with a lot of the guys mm -hmm. that step yeah. in, you know, and uh, I was doing great, you know, uh, I, I heard a lot about his striking, you know, Spencer Fisher, phenomenal striker, you know, but, you know, the ego said, nah, man, I can't strike too. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know, and uh, first round, he kind of clipped me a little bit, you know, I was taking him down. I was doing pretty well, you know, from from the grappling standpoint. Yeah. You know, I was taking him down. I was being the top and everything, but I got too over-aggressive. At one point, I threw a punch, you know, and he was kind of shorter than me. He was able to lock me in the triangle, you know, but because oh, of his sure. short leg was so tight right <laughs> off the bat. Yeah. So I tried to roll, you know, he ended up on top and everything, and then that was it, you know. Yeah. That's crazy how you remembers that because that shit was like 15 years ago right yeah, yeah. you remembered yeah. it like it was like yesterday because i, I yeah. want to make a point of this that your first ufc was 56 right yeah, yeah. So that was his first ufc and right now they're in ufc 265 so over, over 200 ufc's ago it's yeah. fucking amazing though yeah, hell yeah bro yeah that must be a bad habit bro. Uh, dude, my son, sometimes he just comes and grab my fingers like oh buddy oh, isn't, isn't it better damn. sometimes just to have the cast on so people know I do, not the I fuck do, with I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just you know you know i'm training and i'm sweating yeah, that yeah, yeah. Nasty, no right? i saw it listen man you, you got me back motivated because i go on instagram see you training i'm like fuck bro i'm still eating <laughs> shit, bro. no and he <laughs> took the cast off because you know he, we all know he took the cast off because he was coming on the dumpling podcast yeah. he was like you know i'm going over there and i'm starting <laughs> all these you know what i'm saying i'm looking fresh i'm riding 
Oh, yeah, my brother, so you, so you get to the UFC, you do your first fight. How, how many? You had a ton of fights with UFC. You got like over like 30 or 20? Uh, 27. 27. Damn, 27. Yeah. With yeah. the elite of the elite, you went fucking five rounds with George St. Pierre, dog. Yeah. That's amazing. That was that was surreal, man. And, and it's crazy because, you know, I've been an American top team for 18 years now. Yeah. And a lot of the triers, you know, and, and errors that we had, you know, I did them. Yeah, right. You were one of the first guys to, uh, to go yeah. through everything. So like, pretty yeah. much, you know, we start from nothing and, and, you know, build all the way to a, a title contender fight, you know, at a welterweight division, as you guys know, one of the most right. competitive competition mm -hmm. uh, division in UFC. So, you know, uh, it was a learning process, you know, that's just like Dan, you know, says they, uh, we are what we are today because we made more mistakes than a lot of the teams Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, a lot of the mistakes that, that, that we made along the way, it was with me in a way, you know, and uh, I don't regret it, you know, uh, no, of, of course. course. I think it's just human nature, right? You wish you know no, better so uh, you can course. do a few things differently, but I'm... I have no regrets that I'm proud to be, you know, part of this story of the team, Absolutely. you know, and everything. So it, it, it kind of works out. You, like you know, I went to uh, American Top Team for the first time a, a couple years back. And I don't know if you guys haven't seen it. It's a fucking university. Like you walk in, it's yeah. a building yeah. and it's and it's beautiful, clean, not, not one thing on the floor, all the bells, everything, all the pictures, beautiful. Yeah. Everything's in the sections. You saw that get built, right? Because it wasn't yeah. like that back yeah, in the that, day. That was like our, you know, best location. That yeah. was the, the one that's in Coconut Creek now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we used to be when I moved to uh, uh, here. Uh, we used to be in Boca. Uh, the gym okay. was to call Boca Black Belt. It was super small. You, know, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you had about uh, ten guys training, and you bumping into each other. Yeah, you know. Uh, so at, at that point, we, we stay at that gym because it really, really at the beginnings. You know, uh, it was me. I can remember the guys still. Me, Dean Thomas, uh, Jeff Munson, Wilson. Oh Bobea, shit! I remember all those guys. Yeah, yeah Hermes Franca, Marcus yeah. Aurelio. You know, uh, Sharks, Jay Z, uh, George Santiago. So a lot of those guys, and you know, all cramped up in that little space. You know, awesome. which was cool. But we needed more space. And right. then yeah. we moved to our first location in Johnson Road. Uh, it was a little bit bigger. You know, we stayed there for about five years. And then we got a, a bigger location, you know, right uh, across the street from it. Uh, a little bigger location. And then, you know, from that, that's when we moved to the location. Then bought the building, renovated, you know, and yeah. then moved the whole gang The there. building is sick with it. No, it's ridiculous, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and, and, bro, and it's awesome. You've been, like I said, bro, around from the beginning. You saw it go to what it is today. It's yeah. awesome to be a part of that. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man, because there was a lot of uh, transformation. You know, a lot of people came and went, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, today, we have a pretty organic, you know, uh, atmosphere. Sure. Like, uh, either you fit in right away or you don't, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. We got no ego. No, all a bunch of professionals that just wanted to get better. You know, the guys are very uh, uh, helpful. You know, if you need the training partner, people mm. just you know volunteer, dude. I'll help you out because I know it's gonna make me better. So we, we always try to keep that you know energy around the gym. No ego, dude. This is business. You know, you leave your feelings to your family, your loved ones. You know, let's come here, let's work hard, you know, and let's go home healthy. And now you're training people there also, right? You're training people. Yeah. At so like, dude, I, I'm fortunate enough to. You, you know, just uh, you were just in the corner with Dustin Poirier. Shout out to him that just won his. Yeah, oh shit, that's him. right. Yeah. Seen you on TV, bro. I was like, oh shit, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I might see that guy soon. <laughs> yeah, dude, he has been an amazing run. You know, it, it's nice to see you know uh, uh, a guy like him doing well. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a good absolutely. dude. He works hard. You know, family dude. Uh, and he put in the time, man. Yeah, and absolutely. Put in the time and the hit of the moment. And the kids have been going through wars and running through people, you know, pretty much. And uh, it's nice to see, you know, the success is getting now. For oh, sure. Yeah. For sure. 
my brother and uh so what brought you over to to, to bare knuckle i know that it, well well first of all i want people to know that that me and you are under first round management we got yeah. shout out to maki gawa he's uh, yeah, yeah. maki was here the other day he yeah, was like yeah, yeah i went oh, to go yeah, 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 he told us he actually told us a cool ass story of how he had to you know do whatever he had to do to go get you yeah, and yeah. sign you and, and you were his stuff. first guy ever which first is amazing ever, so yeah, you so you 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 got american top team from the beginning and first round management from yeah. the beginning. that's awesome yeah, yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool man that's a lot of uh beginnings you know? yeah. yeah but you know what that 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 you know shows your character how you're consistent you know what i mean and and that consistency makes it will make yeah. you successful in life bro so you know that's what we like to show people in our show uh -huh. that yo whatever it may be you know stick with it you don't see yeah. you didn't know how successful you're gonna be no. you know but you gotta no. keep working you'll get yep. there no, I, you know uh, I, I think my parents you know for, for raising me right you know uh, they gave me a phenomenal education I, I can get in and get out you know from any place without burning any bridges you yeah. know I always say please and thank you you know yeah. uh, and you kind of know what's right what's wrong you know yeah, of course. you can't go wrong absolutely you know, uh, knowing that so uh yeah, dude, I I don't sell my soul, you know. I try to stay true to what I am, you know. I work hard, and everything else just falls falls into place. Hell yeah! Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't. Sometimes it does. But and then we learn, and then we learn from it, and we keep going. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, whether it does or it doesn't, just keep moving and keep being you. Don't yeah. don't let nothing change you. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. And, and you know, um, I want to get into a little bit of of like leading up to our fight and our fight, mm -hmm. man, because mm -hmm. that it, it was an epic moment in my life being able to fight you, man. Same it was here, a, an honor and a pleasure. It, it's and it's an amazing thing. You know, um, I sent Malky a picture. I don't know if he sent it to you. In 2005, you were doing your debut. That's I was in prison. Cool. And that's not, I told, I told him, that's not to knock him. That's to yeah. show how mm -hmm. he followed his path. Me, I fucked yeah. around. You know what I mean? But uh, but uh, for us to end up there, it was amazing. Yeah. You know? Man, it's very um, impressive what you accomplished. Thank you, you know, very much, an, brother. Thank it's you. It's phenomenal. Thank you. you know, that's that, that, yeah. that 3%, you know, in the world yeah. they're able to do, you know, and live a good life out of professional fighting. Yeah, that's, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, no. business. Leading up to the fight, I never trash talk nobody. You know, he don't, he never trash talk nobody. No. Remember, at, at one point when everything first started, like, hey, you want to fight Tiago? I'm like, yeah, man, that'd be great. I, you know, he asked him, he's like, yeah, if you, if you know, if it's cool, because we're in the same family, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it's cool, let's do it. We talked on the phone, oh, look, I don't shit talk. No, I don't do it either. Cool, no problem. We had a great one. Yeah. He called me, he said, I'm not King Conger, and I'm Godzilla. <laughs> 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 no, but, hey, listen, it was, it was, uh, it was a, a, an amazing, uh, epic time in my life, bro, and, and I'm glad I was able to share with you, bro. You know what I mean? Me as well, bro. Thank you, brother. Thank well. you. Thank awesome. you. My bro, so I also, I've been hearing this for a while. I know you want to be a, a police officer. So, dude, for, uh, law enforcement is actually my first passion. You okay. Know, besides, besides fighting. Yeah, dude. I, Damn. You know, growing up, it was like Bruce Lee, Van Damme, you know, whatever. Yeah. Hey, you, you said that twice. I was like, my Rambo. God. Yeah. <laughs> I love Van Damme. <laughs> Rambo, the Terminator came out. Like, uh, guns, you know, so I... Uh, uh, I, I, you know, in Brazil, uh, at one point growing up, they developed the elite squad, you know, what we call the BOPI, you know, just yeah. because violence in Brazil yeah, was, yeah, it was yeah, going yeah. crazy. Mm. And, uh, it still is a little bit uh, wild. Yeah, yeah, it's a no, wild, wild west. It's, you know, unfortunately, it's a third world country. You yeah. know, you can slice any way you want it. Right. You know, uh, the my, majority in Brazil, you know, uh, it's, it's very poor. You know, you have yeah. uh, some very select areas that people, you know, live well, uh, but majority is very poor. Right. That's just the reality of it. But we're happy as hell, man. Yeah. Happy people, you know. You, you learn to to enjoy what you have, you know, and and live for the moment, you know. Of course, planning the future, but you know, you, it is what it is. We're not, we're not yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. out of here alive. So you see, you see that, you know, which is pretty cool to see that it shows that you don't need much, you know, right. to, mm -hmm. to, to be right. happy. So uh, growing up, like they they you know developed at least squat and uh, the boppy had this. Uh, this uh, aura behind them, you know, this rumors, you say, right? Rumors in a way that where you can corrupt them, you know, like they're they're straight up 
killers and okay, they just then, wake okay. up, you know, and to to fight evil and everything. So that like really appealed to me. So they're really good guys. Yeah, yeah. really good guys, yeah. and they really want to you know make the community right, better, you know, right. make sure that nothing is going on wrong, you know, just. Uh, there's a lot of evil out there, man. Of course, and, and yeah. I have a lot of friends in law enforcement. You know, you talk to them a little bit. You know, you hear the stories and everything. Like, wow, you know, uh, we're just not exposed to, you know, the the crazy the real stuff of it, the realness yeah, of, uh, yeah. of yeah. how hot it is shout out, out there. To all the police officers out there, the yeah, firefighters, shout out to all of y'all, absolutely. man, first responders. Absolutely, for sure. a lot of respect for those yes, guys, man. absolutely. You know, that's why it's crazy to me. You know what's going on. You know, in this last year or two, you know, with law mm-hmm. enforcement. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, dude, I I, I always had a, a a big love for law enforcement, and uh, you know, one of my friends Wilson Govea, you know, uh, one of the guys that when I came here was a really good teammate of mine. You know, fought UFC as well. He uh, joined the Hollywood Department oh, and awesome. about uh, eight years ago. Okay, nice. Oh damn! You know, and now he's working a task force with the FBI. You oh, know, uh, I'm, I'm good friends with uh, George Peter, which is the SAC of the FBI uh, Miami office here. So, uh, you know, I, I have good people that I look up to. You know, Wilson kind of like, I, I was trying to kind of follow his footsteps in a way. You know, he had a phenomenal career in UFC and then retired, became a law enforcement. He owns a gym, became a law enforcement. So it's like, I, I can see myself doing that. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. You, you know, this guy, he'll pull somebody over and they're like, oh, shit, let me get a picture. That was like when I, I, was, I was also hearing news like back in the day, like of Shaquille O'Neal being like, yeah, uh, yeah, he did yeah. a Miami Beach cop actually. Uh-huh. He's always want to be in law They can pull a nigga, his big ass pulling niggas over. Hey, I think Cat William had a, a meme where he said he got pulled over by Shaq and he's like, Shaq, can you get your dick out of my window? <laughs> <laughs> For right. real, that's how tall he is, yeah, bro. That's scary, man. <laughs> My bad, bro. But, so, so, no, so, yeah, yeah, but so, you want to be an officer here in Miami, or yeah. you want to go over there and join that team? No, in Hollywood. No, 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 no in Hollywood. In Hollywood. No, no, you. Shit, not Brazil. Your mom won't let you do that. No, 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 no. Ah, okay. I, I love my country, man. Yeah, of know, course, of course. I am, but my life is in America. Yeah, 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 yeah. I plan and bring my, my mom and my dad here eventually, but, you know, the roots are too deep, you know, in Brazil. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll yeah. come, but I, I'm yeah. I'm tr- slowly, you know, I'm yeah. trying to try to talk them to come Oh, you here, should but. open up a bigger here, though. That's what I said. Ooh. I'm going to open gyms, and then you guys can help me in the gyms. And it's, yeah, I can come and not do nothing. You know, I need to do something. So yeah. We'll find something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, they yeah, that'll be they awesome. Yeah, I know. They, it, it's, that's why I kind of, like, Understand myself a little bit better, you know, because my mom and my dad, they're always gonna go, man. They don't stop, you know, to mm-hmm. stay. I think it's, my, in, it's in your DNA. It's in DNA, you know, and uh, when I don't do something, I feel like as I got a little older now, you know, I'm gonna be 38 at the end of this year, so I, I, I find that it's better for me to stay consistent than like take completely off absolutely you know? i'm the same i don't way. have to go crazy you know but i have to do something you know every day or right, every right. other day you yeah. know otherwise gotcha. i just get too angry i'm the same things. way i actually get a little bit of like like i get a little bit depressed to, to you know for lack yeah. of a better word right yeah. i don't feel great and then i, I do exercise and i'm over it yeah. you know yeah, it helps yeah, me yeah. A lot. mentally you know physically yeah. i just i just absolutely. feel better and uh yeah so law enforcement you know i did everything i did the past the cj bath i did the swimming the physical i was ready to apply you know my last fight was in december of 2019 in ufc mm-hmm. you know i fought uh team ins you know i started great and then got caught with a beautiful left hand you yeah know? i i got dropped and then i went to his leg he kind of caught me in a in a, in a darts you know beautiful move uh, i couldn't really get out and everything so props to him but i, I caught him to two uh three badass body kicks <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you gotta uh, say something. <laughs> you know what? While we're talking about that, so at, at uh, two days before our fight, you have the press conference, and I was talking to Chris Lyle, Chris Lyle, that yeah. you fought. Yeah, you fought. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, man, you know, I had a great fight with him, man. <laughs> look it up. I was like, I'll look at it after the fight. Let <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, we, we got fight in the night. Yeah, you got fight in the night. That's yeah, what yeah, he told me. Right. Right. So did out. we. So did we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did we. But we got a bonus back then. <laughs> yeah, David Feldman, we're waiting on ours. Yo, you slacking, bro. We want to send the hit squad on you. What's the name of them? The boys in Brazil. What's the name of them? Uh, the Boppy. The Boppy. We're about to send a Boppy over there, boy. They're about to get you, man. And they're going to show up at the next BKFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. so, 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 so you did everything you needed to do to apply, but you didn't put the application yeah, in yet? So, like, uh, 2019, I did. I passed uh, the physical. You know, that was uh, to 2020, January 2020. Before oh, shit. The whole, and then fucking the whole thing started, you know. Yeah. And then uh, right before I applied, it's like, I called Malchus. and Malchus, dude. Thank you for everything, you know. Uh, uh, Malky's been my agent for a very long time, but my manager in UFC in MMA was actually Dan Lambert, you know, okay. mm -hmm. my godfather. Yeah. But he always been, you know, with me and helped me out with a lot of stuff, you know. And uh, after the UFC, uh, my UFC contract was done, you know, kind of like fill him up a little bit. What was the offer out there? Wasn't anything that I was, you know, very excited to do it just because, you know, even at my last few fights in UFC, you know, it kind of became uh, – not boring because I love what I do. Like yeah. kind of like became routine, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I still know what I have to do, you know, to get ready to fight, to Absolutely. get in shape, to get yeah. mentally ready, yeah. you know. But I had fights that I should not lost, and it was just something missing, you know. There, there are fights that I won, but then you know it was in Russia. The guy will get the the, the, the yeah. decision, yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, so it was like I know about those. It was something that it was not clicking for some reason, you know. And uh, I said, you know what? Let's see what's out outside of UFC, you know, and uh, I talked to Bellator, I talked to PFL, you know, and the offers were good, but wasn't, you know, it eh, doesn't make sense for me to leave UFC and go to this, you know, organization if they're not paying me a lot more, yeah. you know. So uh, I said, you know what, dude, I, I'm i happy, you know. Uh, I I'm, I still have this dog inside of me, you know, but I, I need a change, you know. that That's not what I need. So I'm thinking I'm going to, you know, invest in, in, in this other side of my life because fighting, as you know, is just one-third of your life. Of mm -hmm. course, you've got two-thirds mm -hmm. wet. You know, if you're, if you're successful enough, you're able to set up yourself, you know, for the next two-thirds where, you know, you can live uh, uh, or you can at least go after something that you love, you know, just like yeah. I did with fighting, right? right. So I uh, said, so you know what? I'm, I'm in a good position. I'm going to go to law enforcement. You know, I'm still going to be one of the coaches on American Top Team. So I'll get my fix in there, you know. And then I was like, okay, I'm – Thank you for everything. You know, uh, I'm, I just passed my CJ bat and I was super excited because you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. it's different though. Like I, I went to college in Brazil for like a semester, you know, but having an education in Portuguese and then trying to get, you know, and I did, I'm, I'm actually uh, trying to get my uh, degree in uh, criminal justice right okay. now. Oh, right. dope. You know, my associates, you know, so like the, the, the learning the English and all the, you know, I just say my accent, you know, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and I say stuff that I shouldn't have, but, <laughs> you know. No, but you sound pretty good, man. You sound pretty good. <laughs> That, that's 18 years in the game right there, baby. Yeah, yeah right? So, Let me hear you say croqueta. <laughs> croqueta. Ah, you good, right? Croqueta. Croqueta, yeah. croqueta, croqueta right? Yeah. You know what croqueta is. Say cafecito, nigga. Say cafecito. I'm kidding. So, awesome. you know, uh, it was... It was like a huge accomplishment for me, you know, trying to pursue a, a degree here in, in America, you know, and then like be able to pass, you know, a, an official government, you know. I know CJ Bat is not that. Yeah. Super I, you're hard. you're, you're mm -hmm. a citizen here already for sure. Yeah, right? yeah, I became right. a citizen in 2014. Okay, nice. Uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, the whole ceremony is like, yeah, yeah America. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> 
You can so, see he got the American flag hat on. Yeah, he, he repping <laughs> that. He repping that shit. Sagan's dad. Don't make me say that shit. I remember uh, before, I was like rehearsing to the like, Yeah, let's go. And my, my, my wife, my girlfriend at the time, just cracking up. You know? Uh, <laughs> So like, I passed the, the CJ bath passed everything. I was going to send my application you know, to the Hollywood department. I was going to apply to Hollywood uh, department, to PBSO and BSO. You know, I, I already had all the plugs and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. And then uh, I called my office like, no, just, just don't. You're already hired. You just haven't even put the application in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 in yeah. a way. Yeah. So I was like, Malky, uh, dude, thanks for everything. You know, uh, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, move on Next and you know, all that. And it's like, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Like, I'm talking to Bernard Boxing. And I remember him mentioning Bernard Boxing, you know, like uh, right after my second, I had two fights left in, Bern- in my contract for UFC, you know, and he mentioned Bernard Boxing. And I see, uh, uh, you know, Lobotic, uh, he fought um, Lobo fought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Lobotic, yeah. you know, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it sounds fun, you know, it looks fun. I mean, uh, yeah, what, what they're offering. So, you know, he, he came up to me, you know, uh, a day after with the offer. It's like, you know what? That's pretty good, actually, you know, and it's something different. You know, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a try. Why yeah. not? You yeah. know, uh, yeah. I, I can do this, you know, do this. It was a three-fight contract. And that's something that you be, you jumped in at the beginning too early stages, you know? You, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, you know, I talked to a few people. I talked to uh, Anthony Johnson. You know, yeah. I said, dude, you, you yeah. had the right time, you know, because we, it's just starting out. So you kind of did that. You kind of uh, were part of the golden era, you know, right. in, mm-hmm. in MMA. You know, right. that's 2008 to 2011, right, you know, right, right. Uh, area. Shout out so, to Rumble. That's my boy too, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Rumble. Great people. Yeah, man. great, great, people. great guy. And he looked great his last fight too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah, did. It's yeah, good. So... You know, uh, say, all right, let me let me get it a try, you know. And then uh, in February, that's when I signed my contract with them, you know. And then I, I made this decision to just box, you know, train box uh, yeah. full time. And, uh, you know, the pandemic hit, you know, I was supposed to fight, didn't fight, you know. Uh, it took a while, ended up fighting in September, yeah. uh, you know, against uh, Julian Lane. Yeah. You know, uh, I was supposed to fight Phil Baroni at the time. Right. Uh, I guess Phil Baroni, you know, pretty much disappeared, you know, so... Julian Einstein had a, a short notice, but I knew he was training before, you know, because knowing uh, what I know now, you know, about the game and the organization and everything, you know, uh, 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 I knew he was ready. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So, uh, changed, uh, I guess, I find down that the venue changed at the press conference, you know, the press conference that mm. we had, you know, uh, they kind of uh, pushed the date a week earlier, Yeah, you know, and I literally yeah. find out while I was sitting down and everything, they're like, oh, the date is like this day now. I was like, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you guys let me know. Where, where, <laughs> all, uh, where our fight was supposed to be May 21st and they pushed all the way back to June 26th. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were getting ready like a, like a week or two out. They're like, no, yeah. no, it's a, now three, four more weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they told me I, I was going to be able to fight because my fight was in September. So I was looking to fight in February. February didn't work out. Then March, you know, March, April, April. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it finally did, but... You know that that was uh, that was the second fight. You know it was a three fight contract, but if we had the clause that if we became a champion, we were able to negotiate renegotiate the contract nice. right now. So nice. that that's kind of how it happened. You know, uh, I was pretty much ready to you know move on and and I you know I'm I'm a very uh, godly man in a way like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I believe in God a lot. You know, and I'm Same always here. talking to him and you know and and. I was ready to move on. I was like, God, if if I'm going to do this, you know, I know it's going to be a good thing. So yeah. I'm going to go in 100%. I'm going to believe it, you know, because 
I was ready to move on, and I, I'm happy with my decision. You know, mm-hmm. I'm finally, I'm, I'm happy with, with the man I am. So if you gave me this opportunity because I know something good is going to happen, you know, so I'm not yeah. going to question. I'm just going to go for it. You know, and uh, two fights after, you know, the, I, I see a kind of plane now and everything. So, yeah, the crazy ride. Yeah. Crazy yeah, yeah. ride. How oh, all right, but are you going to do it? Do you plan on doing it? Well, well, yeah, uh, law enforcement? Other... Yeah. Uh, so, right now, uh, <laughs> I, I was able to, you know, uh, have other things in the works right now uh, that I'm going to give it a try. You know, I'm working okay. with a company called Live Train. Okay, Live nice. Train, it's an online training platform, and uh, we're pretty much going to be able to connect you with the best uh, coaches from boxing, MMA, and wrestling, okay. you know, for you to have that uh, uh, virtual learning, you know, That's uh, awesome. in a way. So, it's something that we're starting out right now, but... Eventually, we want to make it super big to it uh, can be just a learning platform. You know, if you want to help dope. building like a motor, you know, we can connect you to the best mechanic, you know, to help you do that. Yeah. But we're going to start awesome. with uh, uh, martial arts for now. Yeah, that's awesome. So it'll be like a directory to, to learn. Uh, yeah, to, to learn like boxing with the best boxes, yeah. the right. best coaches, you know, MMA. With the best, you know, yeah, coaches. that's about us. That's like, like, like people have online, you could go and zoom in with. A, with yep. But this time, you could be like, "Boy, I'll have a class with Tiago Alves." Yeah, yeah, as yeah. you know, you know, the pandemic kind of changed yeah, the game. Yeah, of course, you know, absolutely. You know, so absolutely. there's this new market of online classes now yep. that it's great, and we're gonna kind of change the game a little bit. And you know, we're not just gonna uh, provide classes. You know, if you want to have fight breakdowns, if you want to just talk to a fighter, you know, or to a coach, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, figure it out what kind of mindset he has, you know, or just something. Uh, uh, we're gonna give a different level of interaction you know, with your favorite coaches, favorite fighters you know and i think uh it has a lot of potential you know yeah. so i'm gonna give it a try you know i'm fully in just like anything i do yeah yeah, yeah. Know, uh, yeah and see how it goes you know uh, i'm pretty sure it's gonna do phenomenal there's no reason not to you right. know but just in case it doesn't you know i uh law enforcement is always you know in uh yeah yeah in a bag. that's person. always in the bag right there no, yeah, because I, that's my passion too yeah, 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 yeah. i was like at first like dude do i want to give up this dream you know because that was my dream too i'm like uh but it'll be you know silly of me not take advantage of this opportunity you know? right. so let's yeah. see how it goes you know? right absolutely yo absolutely. T, before you become an officer let me hear you say freeze Freeze! <laughs> no, but you gotta do the gun, though. You gotta do the gun. I gotta do it with my feet. <laughs> the same effect. Oh, man. <laughs> you gotta put it a little bit more. more. Have, they give you a, have they given you a time on, on, on how long for the finger? So, uh, next week I go in and I remove the pins okay. uh, on Wednesday. And There's then, pins in there? Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I put a, a metal plate and two pins just to hold you know the the bones in place yeah. and then, uh, next Wednesday I'll go in and remove the pins and then rehab starts have you ever fractured your hand like that before have you, have uh, you had I problems I broke both thumbs you know before oh, as shit. you can see it's still yeah. a little you know but not never uh, broke a finger okay. before right. I should have double jointed look yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Try, try punching somebody in the head a couple of times. I was with Puerto Rican girl. Put it. My brother. So what's up? What's next for? What's next for Tiago Alves? What's like in the near future? What can people look forward to? Dude, I uh, you know uh, I'm I'm in a really good place right now where I'm I'm comfortable you know with with the man I see in the mirror. Uh, I'm comfortable with everything I got going on. You know, I'm uh, I'm able to accomplish everything that I set out to accomplish when I left, you know, my family in Brazil at 19. And uh, I, I have a phenomenal, you know, job that I, I couldn't ask for a better job as a coach, you know. It's like a dream job. I have Absolutely. the best seat, you know, to the biggest venue, you know, with the best athletes in the world, the best coaches, you know. I'm learning so much every day. I think becoming a coach, uh, I, I made the transition within five years. You know, this year was the year that I became a full-time coach because nice. – you know, when I was fighting MMA, it's kind of hard to dedicate, you know, uh, yourself. Yeah, you're wrestling, yeah, yeah. jiu-jitsu, kickball. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just too much. You know, yeah. with bare-knuckle boxing, I you was able to do it because you're just training boxing, you're doing strength conditioning, and road work, you know, so it's not as 
taxing and you right, ride it right, down right. somebody putting right. your neck and try to snap you <laughs> all the time. Right. You know, so uh, I, I made this transition to full time coach last year. And uh, but before that, I was working part time. So I had, you know, the experience to learn, you know, with the coaches that I work with, with the other coaches that we have in the staff, you know, with the athletes as well. It kind of taught me uh, that all the ghosts that we go through, you know, throughout the camp, all the mood swings and everything, it's not so unique. You right, know? We're, right. We're, we're all very special individuals, you know, but most of our problems are not very special and they're mm-hmm. super common. And once you realize that, it kind of makes you put things in perspective, you know. So I was able to just focus on the thing that uh, uh, that's going to get me to where I want to get, you know. Instead of, oh, yeah. I was able to ignore, you know, the negative a little more, you know. And uh, that was, you know, becoming a coach a little earlier. I kind of was able to saw, you know, the baddest dudes out there, you know, going through the same uh, same shit you went through, yeah, yeah, through yeah, forever, yeah, yeah. right? Now, right. And this dude is just killing people left and right, you know, and he's so like fearful before a fight, you know. But that's yeah. honest, you know. He 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 doesn't hide it, you know. Yeah. He he shows and that okay, I'm, I feel the same way, you know. So all right, so let's now, go to work. I, I've always loved that, you know. What I mean, it's, it's I mean, I tell people the same shit. Like, yo, anybody that tells you they're not like somewhat nervous be, before a fight is bullshit. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah. it's always been hard for me to explain. Like Mike Tyson knows how to explain it. Some people know how to explain it well. You know what I mean? And and it's true. Shout out to my boy Shorty. He knows how to explain it real well too. Where you know mm-hmm. you kind of hate everything you're doing. You weigh in and you're sucked up, and it, yeah. like it's like these moments of like hate. And then finally you fight, and it's like all that shit just goes away. Goes and it's away. this moment of you know, and then the fight's over. Whether you win or lose, hopefully you win, you know. But if you yeah. don't, it's just like, oh shit, I could do yeah. this again. You know what I mean? Yeah. You hated it. You never wanted to do it again. Yeah. You're doing it like oh, I could do yeah. it again. And then you start the process, and again you're like, fuck, I hate this shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those things that you know, I had to talk with Conan. You know, Conan yeah. is a phenomenal coach. Shout out to Absolutely. Conan Absolutely. You know, has a lot of experience. You know, not just as a coach, but in the life. Super as well. legend in the game. Super yeah, legend. So, like, he pulled me aside once, and I remember we're in uh, uh, in Moscow. You know, and you know when you're fighting Moscow, you know, uh, it's you literally need to kill somebody to, yeah. to get a win. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it, it's tough to get a, a good decision. You know, no, no uh, uh, disrespect to anybody. It's just the reality of the right. game. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. how it is. Yeah, you're you're, you're a B side fighter. You're now you're fighting yeah. at home. You know, you know? Yeah. so uh, uh, I remember he pulled me to the side, and it's like Tiago, you know. Uh, there are parts of the game, you know, that you can't ignore. You know, the the the, the exhaustion between you feel the the way you feel during training camp. You know, uh, you losing weight when you don't want to lose weight. Those are the sucky part that you can't avoid it. You know, that you can't push it away. So why not just embrace it? Yeah. Mm. Embrace everything. You know, because you're gonna have to go through those things. So it, it, it's your attitude that's gonna determine. You know, if you're gonna be able to join a little bit or just hate the whole process. So it's yeah. on you. So when he told me that, I said, you know why it is? Like, I can't, you know, fight without making weight. You know, I can't fight without going through a grueling training camp. So might as well enjoy it, man. So that kind of like, but that comes with experience, you know. Right. You mm-hmm. kind of know that, right. you know, but you don't. Right. You know, yeah. And it right. takes you a, a, a few goals. I'm the type of guy that I I, I got one mouth in two years. You right. know, my mom always told me you should listen more than you speak. Right. right. You know, so I learned a lot about, you know, just watching. But, you know, uh, most of my real True significant learnings were by getting hit in the face and I was busting, <laughs> busting my eyes. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. That's the curse of a fighter, right? You That's just, it. That's right. You, know, you gotta teach me. <laughs> so, like, it, it kind of, yeah, it's, it stuck with me, you know? So, yeah. like, I know, you know, that's always a, a, a flip side, good side and a bad side, everything you do, you know? That's mm-hmm. just the way it goes. And you know, it's it, your attitude determines everything. 
Hey, listen, man. It's fucking. It's like I said. It's been amazing just having you here, brother. You know what I mean? Fucking. Oh, I love that sad. story, dog. Because I'm I'm an underdog story too. So you got a 19 year old yeah. kid with 15 bucks in his pocket, flies to another country, and makes it out to where he's at today. 18 years later, you're. I know that in Fortaleza, Brazil, right now, you're fucking. You're a legend, dog. You know what yeah, mean? hell yeah. You I mean, can't I, even walk down the street. You uh, know what I mean, dude? Uh, I'm like the biggest fighter that that came out of my that's a my fucking amazing, that's awesome bro. That's, that's awesome you know, yeah, I'm very proud of it you know yeah, and, uh, so is my dad yeah. you know of my course, loves uh, yeah. and, uh, and, it's and, awesome and, to talk to your mom now and be like mom remember when I was 19 and we were nervous about me leaving like look now man. you yeah. know yeah. you know like, like and life is these little moments bro that, that you that you pick and you choose yeah. and, and if you would have chosen the opposite who knows you know what I mean and look you chose to go you made a life for yourself and you made a life for your family, you know yeah, what I mean? And my mom yep. was like, Tiago, you are so... Uh, uh, Blessed, dog. Yeah, you have so yeah. much courage, you know, to, to yeah, leave for sure. behind. Yeah. She's like, I will never be able to do that. And like, you're in a moment, you don't really think about it. You just right. do, right? There's mm -hmm. no hesitation. Either you're going or you're not going. So like, now that I look at it, I say, yeah, that's crazy. I'll never let my son... You know, <laughs> me at 19, yeah. you know, go to a different country without yeah. speaking, you know, the language, without money or anything, you know, just trusting that people over there are going to take care of him. Nah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yes, you Absolutely. Know, that's something that I'm going to have to learn eventually. Um, that does look for everybody out there watching too, man. It, that's that's like, you know, your dream, bro. You're not, like, you don't see the finish line, but if you don't take that extra step and go towards it, yeah. you, you'll never know, you know what I mean? No, for sure. That's almost, I'm thinking in my mind for Tiago to take us out with some positive words for anybody when when when, when you had when you had when you had mentioned um when you had mentioned like how it feels and stuff and then one thing that I know that happens with you with with us as entertainers public figures whatever is like how people embrace us from all over the world and tell us and see our story and it's like yo you inspire me sure. or you yeah. write something or you post something and it's like oh i needed to read that and see that and you know what i'm saying yeah, with social media now i mean is is, is no, pretty it, awesome let me tell you i couldn't have uh, uh, when it comes to like our fight uh, it, it couldn't have happened in a better way. Yes, I lost a fight, but I feel like I won in life. Had a great opponent, very respectful and everything, the way it came to be. You know what I mean? It, it was amazing, and it was uh, it was all because uh, we both had a positive attitude towards yeah. the dog. And look where we're at today. It's yeah. five weeks after the fight. Yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't uh, think nobody's ever, you know ever done this. <laughs> there is nothing in, in every yeah. single fight, combat, yeah. competition, yeah. there is worldwide. And, that, yeah. and that's something real that he just said. Yeah. Know, like I tell my guys sometimes, you know, like you, you, you go through a awesome training camp you know you make weight easy everything's feeling good you actually got better throughout that training camp but you know unfortunately the result didn't came your way you know right. that's just one piece of the puzzle of course you know it's a very important piece of the puzzle but everything else you know worked out so let's take the good you know let's learn from our mistake and move on to the next one Absolutely. because we live to fight again you know Absolutely. And, yeah, you should never get, you know, uh, don't get too highs on your highs, don't get too lows on your lows. Absolutely, it was great right there. Mm -hmm. uh, win or lose, you always booze. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, win or lose, what? We drink some booze, what? That too, that too. There's one thing that we talk about in this oh, podcast, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's something that we've been talking about since the beginning of this podcast, right. and it's something that Yuli just so happens to have, like, he loves it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and I, I do, I, and I talk about it every podcast from yeah. the beginning. The reason I haven't been, I keep forgetting to bring it up for yeah. the last two, is because, um, so in December, uh, Donald Trump signed his COVID bill that he, you're supposed to release all UFO information, right? Uh, 180 days later. What's funny is from December to 180 days later was June 26th, the day we fought, oh. was the day to release the information, um, but nothing really got released, so that's why I, I always forget to bring it up. Um, we believe in. 
for lack of a better word, I believe in aliens. I think there's something out there more than so. So that's what we want to know. So do, do you? What's, what's your vibe on that? Yeah, uh, dude, I think you know we're a very uh, involved species, you know. Yeah. But yeah. we're definitely not the only ones out there. You know, right. we're I mean, if we think about it, we're a little ball, you know, floating. You right. Know, Damn, so yo, right. too, you're not the it, first one to come on yeah. here and sit there and yeah, say that, yeah, right? Yeah. No, and, and I always tell everybody think about it, right? Yeah, the amount of stuff that we didn't know that we now know about this crazy world out there. To think that we're the only ones, it's kind of pretentious a little. Yeah. Right. Look, and you know what's funny? Like I, I tell people, we're aliens. You know what I mean? But like, so, so like to do what me and him do and go in there and bah, beat the fuck out of each other, come hug it out. You're like, wait, you're, you guys are like from another Crazy. world. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then what you do? You go do music. I can't do that, dog. That's yeah. other world shit. You no, know no, you could do it. Don't even lie, yo, T. Before you got here, <laughs> hey, look, T. Before before you got here, DJ Rex right there, he was playing. We're gonna, put, we're gonna put it on. We're gonna put a little freestyle. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. He be going. He be doing uh, it. Uh, yeah. Right there, hey, for the next fight, I'm gonna walk myself out and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I should do a song for you. Hell yeah. We're rocking and rolling, bro. You part of us. We're the, part of the alien community. Yeah, for real. Yeah, no, nah, yeah look, fucking, I knew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, hey, an honor having you on here, my brother. Yeah, Thank take you so man, much. Man, Nothing but love, respect, and, and many always, blessings always, to you and your family for you know for anything you have, uh, anything you put your head to, brother. And you're gonna make it, dog, because you've already made it. Whatever. Whatever you got an endeavor you have in the future, you're definitely going to blow it up, man, because you deserve it. And you're and a great person. That, thanks for having me, guys. Oh, yeah. This is awesome. I love the setup, man. Thank Congrats you. on thank you guys' assassin. Thank you. Yo, if, if you ever... You, if, this, oh, really thank you. Hell yeah. Thank if you, you ever you need it, you can just let us know. We, we set you up, too, if you ever need it. Shout out to my sponsors, man. Romero Lumper Services. Romero Brothers Lumper Services. Warehouse Services. Those guys will get your warehouse straight. Whether you need a forklift, organization. And they move them packages legit. Yeah, legit packages, yup. And Arancibia Bail Bonds. If you get locked up, call Javi. Tell him the monster and the kids sent you. He'll get yep. you out of jail. ASAP, but you gotta pay to get out. It's not like Monopoly. No, no free shit. No free shit over here. You gotta pay for that. <laughs> thank you guys. Uh, thank you guys again for tuning in. We love y'all. Don't blink. I think me and Two Nights got something great going on. We got some great guests coming up. It's gonna be dope. We got some dope people that, that already you know signed up to do it with us, which is great. A lot of people show us love, and uh, it's because we love their back for sure.